0: Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 Podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, editor here at EM360. In today's episode, I'm joined by both John Appleby, CEO at Avantra, and Nick Miletic, CTO at Manage Core and we're going to talk about AI ops and using hyper automation to grow your business. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, pl- pleasure to have you both. Um Nick, John, could you both just tell us uh, a little bit about who you are and what you do? So
1: my name is Nick melted CTO at Manage Core. Um been in the industry going on 19 years uh, in, in really the, the tech industry as it relates to SAP. Uh, I focus on mostly the technology stack in hosting SAP and managing SAP, um, what we would call the the basis platform, and in addition to that, the, the hosting platforms, um, and really focusing and evolving into the cloud stack. So... Uh, the public clouds, the hyperscalers, such as uh, Google Cloud, Azure, AWS. Um, a little bit about Managed Core as well. Um, we are a managed services firm that handles the project work to migrate clients into uh, public clouds, uh, in addition to then supporting them ongoing um, from a, both a SAP basis standpoint and a public cloud standpoint. So really an all-encompassing solution for our, our clients. No, I mean, John Appleby,
2: I'm CEO of Antra. I mean, we are the SAP IT operations company. So we, you know, our focus is on how do we, you know, make SAP a great experience for customers and consumers? How do we automate all of that work, which is previously, you know, done manually? Um, How do we improve reliability, security, uh, agility within the SAP environment? I mean, Nick, if I remember right, we we kicked off our relationship before I was actually even at Avantra. It was in 2018. I joined in 2019. Um, but I guess what what brought us to have a conversation in the first place? I mean, you guys were just starting up at the time, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we had uh, we had just started up uh in uh the the late teens, uh 2016, uh, at at Managed Core, and we had uh tried to figure out, you know, as, as we're starting out, how can we do more with less? But not only that, is how can we provide technology to our to our end users that just wasn't in the market at the time? SAP tends to be a robust platform, but with robustness comes challenges, right? It It is a platform that requires a lot of care and feeding. And a lot of that work, uh, we felt like there had to be something that could automate it and i think that's really the the challenges we were facing was around finding finding the capability of a product that could automate the the tasks that we would generally have to one hire for but provided not a lot of challenge to consultants you know as they they join managed core they they want to be challenged from a technology standpoint and want to work on exciting things and some of the things that that we do you know inherently aren't that exciting um, but also how, how can we provide this information, this, this technology to our not only our consultants, but our clients. Um, it is really unheard of in the industry to be able to provide a platform where our clients can log in and take a look at all the different metrics around their system, um, and then all the automation capabilities that we can provide out of this tool set. And, and that was really the, the key challenge. How do we encompass all of that into a software product that we can deploy at our clients and really break ground in the SAP industry, the SAP ecosystem to be able to do that. I always remember a meeting I had with Hasso Platner, um,
2: SAP chairman, for those that don't know. And he he expressed frustration um, around, and this was probably eight years ago or even nine years ago, 2013, 2014, that he's like, why are we still paying? Thousand euros a day for a basis consultant to do these manual tasks. Why does that even exist? And I, I quipped back at him. I said, "Well, Hasso, it's two thousand a day now. There's been inflation since you last looked." And he wasn't, he wasn't super happy about that. But uh, I guess the, the sort of follow up question I have in that is, did you guys know when you created managed Core that you were building something different? Because the, I, I see something fundamentally different in managed Core's business. And, um, you know, you've got version one of application technical managed services, which is basically your, which is basically an outsource agreement where you pull some resources and you do the same stuff, but it outsourced. But you guys are a second generation uh, service provider, right? Because you, you built tech to automate those things and put really smart people. Did you do that from the outset or did it, was that the goal and the vision or did it morph into that as you realized?
1: So, yeah. I think the answer is a little bit of both, but on the onset, really what we tried to do was say, how do we how do we become a better managed services platform and give more back to the SAP community when it comes to managing from a, a basis perspective, right? Um, we wanted to figure out and kind of crack that code to say, how do we use automation and how do we use technology to better what we do? Because it admittedly is not, Glamorous to log into these systems and, and look at certain metrics and and it always isn't only a certain point in time and so we did set out from the onset. Now I think what what we found in a in a in Avantra was the capability to be able to accelerate that. Um, There's a lot of technology we knew Avantra had, which is the reason we we you went with the platform, but then the ability to customize it. Uh, to our needs, I think accelerated, to your point, John, really Managed Core 2.0 to provide that in a in a quicker method and right out of the gate, be able to give our clients what really the industry I felt like has been missing all these years. Oh,
2: and still is, by the way, by and large. I mean, that there are very large businesses that still operate essentially on this day rate model where they're focused on how many bodies do I have an account? What do I bill on a daily basis? How do I make... Um, you know how do i maximize that but but moving on um you know and we talk about hyper automation I'll, I'll take a second to to explain that because i think a lot of people don't understand what it is and, and hyper automation is is quite is is really simple which is it's we're going to think about our business as a collection of connected business processes and we can imagine a semantic map of that and that you know that's going to include for most organizations procure to pay or to cash hire to retire and whatever else and we see that as one thing and then we say right now what are the opportunities within that to to make that uh, an automated set of processes rather than a bunch of a bunch of things that require you to do move something from a to b and so i kind of think of managed core as being a hyper-automation service provider. No, it's not exactly how you guys describe it, but it's just how I think of it. And so coming to my question, you know, since you've put our AIOps platform in, are you seeing the reality of that ability to hyper-automate the the, the SAP
1: services um, come to life? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think from... The inception of using Avantra, you know, we had a vision in mind to say, can we handle and tackle some of the the mundane tasks that we generally would have to hire for that people really don't want to do to begin with, and I I since morphed that into even over the past I'd say five years, just the the evolution of what we do in general right the consultants that that come on board to manage core they want to be challenged and and you know I do a lot of interviews to hire and everyone wants to be challenged they want the latest and greatest technology they want to be able to work on that and we we took that and kind of wrapped it all together and said you know what can we do with avantra to allow for that and we've seen it in spades with with what we're doing here um not only can we monitor and manage, but the ability to customize and the ability in us or core early on adopting the capabilities of Avantra to use it and customize it in, in a fashion that really isn't heard of in the industry allowed us to have that growth and success. And it really enabled that hyper automation play out when it comes to, um, to to supporting our clients. And a few examples would be you know, a lot of people talk about SAP security notes, right? And it's it's a lot to go through those notes. Well, your platform allows for that. Every company's different when it comes to how they use SAP. So the capability to be able to, to monitor across multiple different environments all at once and and ability to integrate into some of these public clouds and even using your technology with the public cloud technology to to allow for a lot of this automation that we you know, again, it is quite frankly unheard of in the SAP basis realm, allows us to retain top talent. It allows us to really focus on high value tasks, which I think is again something that the industry is leaning towards. I don't feel that the industry and SAP clients nowadays want to know that you're Monitoring mundane things, that that's just a given. But what they're lacking and what core provides is that experienced set of eyes and that experience brought to their environments. Because even if you think of how SAP has played out in, in, let's just say, 10 years, SAP is a very complex product suite now, right? Gone are the days where we had ECC and BW and everything could be kind of contained. I mean, we have all sorts of different products nowadays that really, really continually evolve. And that allows Managed Core to stay top of game in this industry by using the automation platform to give our clients what they want from monitoring, what they want from automation and keeping their systems safe and secure while providing those type of, I guess, uh, what I would call high level, very in-depth type of recommendations to their landscape that I, again, time and time again, I don't think a lot of MSPs are doing that today.
2: I mean, I can tell you they're definitely not. Um, You know, one thing I always think is funny in this kind of discussion is, you know, if you imagine that you were to replace the word SAP with, you know, Google Cloud Platform or Amazon Web Services or, or Microsoft Azure, the people in those markets would be like, what are these guys smoking? What is this discussion that happened? It doesn't make any sense. Like, we solved this problem 10 years ago. And it's it's fascinating that this is a problem that didn't get solved in in SAP until until now. Um, and by the way, you know, we, we're also just getting started. I mean, the, the call that I'm missing, that's going, I'd, I'd love to be on at the same time, but this is, uh, this is the priority. But uh, the call that I'm missing right now is about a customer who... Um, is undergoing a big HR transformation. And as part of that HR transformation, they need up-to-date quality assurance data on a monthly basis. They'd like to have it more often. And they have to take the system offline, the quality system offline for two weeks a month to get the data refreshed from production. And they lose the productivity of an enormous team during that process uh, of having the, the, um, the ECC core system down whilst they, they make a copy of it every, every month. Um, and it's just like, it's amazing to think, well, what if we could do that over the weekend, even, even over the weekend, uh, and in, in customers um, we're doing it in like an hour, but, um, but, you know, to have that data refresh done so that um, you know, the business operations person can put the request in an online form and it goes through a workflow for approval for downtime, and is then just done over the weekend and they come back on monday and they've got that and it's just uh, you know i just think the the opportunities for hyper automation in the context of SAP are just absolutely phenomenal but but anyhow um, kind of getting back do you see this as uh, hyper automation as the is that the key thing for managed core going forwards or there are also other things going on
1: yeah i i fully believe that this is the, this is our track going forward and, and we're just getting started with it, right? Um I really feel like the the context of what SAP is, the context of what basis is and really integration into the cloud. Um, I think that's that's really our next big phase with with the platform. But hyper automation is first and foremost, you know, number one on our roadmap when it comes to our technology roadmap, if you will. Um, the reason being is I think there's going to be a lot of newer technologies continually coming out and how we can make that more efficient for our clients, give them visibility into what's happening, but also then providing, as, as you're mentioning, with, with you know, let's say data refreshes. How can we turn that from days to hours? Um, and we're always looking for what we would consider our top offenders of time and trying to minimize that. With automation, and that could be, you know, as I mentioned earlier, SAP security notes. I mean, it is it is mildly painful to go through those, especially with clients that um, have not done it before. Right? There's a lot of notes to go through. Well, we can we can automate that with Avantra. We can automate simple things like like kernel patches, and those type of things have been. Items that have come to light more so in the last, I'd say, five years, as more compliance is is first and foremost in a lot of people's minds. You get a lot of mergers and acquisitions, and all those type of companies require some level of keeping up to date. And then we have, you know, all the it just standard cybersecurity. It's just become more and more prevalent. So there's been more focus on things like that. Well, I guarantee you because we've seen it in the industry, a lot of people haven't been keeping up with that. With Managed Core, we've been able to do that with the product, right? With Avantra, I can keep up to speed. I can keep up to date. And continuing that that trend, if we were to say, you know, what's Managed Core's next 12 months look like when it comes to hyper automation, it'd be really focusing in the clouds now. Um, We've done some great things with Avantra as it relates to integration into these public clouds. So now we can shift the hyper automation to kind of meld together with SAP and the cloud. So what I mean by that is, you know, let's say uh, we have to automate the spin up of servers because there is, there are a lot of uh, work processes that are occurring and you know, CPU's 90% and it's affecting and impacting the ability for clients to be able to log into their SAP system. I can run cloud commands now to be able to spin up additional servers to mitigate that uh, so that we don't have outages right we have blips but those blips are easily remedied by hyper automation and that connectivity back and forth so that's our you know next phase of of managed core but it will always be first and foremost we found too that based on just the industry itself as i mentioned earlier with with uh, consultants um, and employees of Managed core, I think a, a lot of people want to know that newer technology and want the ability to yeah. expand their knowledge and Avantra allows that too. so not only is it great for client retention and experience but it's great for employee retention experience.
2: yeah and, and um, you know t- 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 tell me to shut up if I'm if I'm asking you know too much, but um, I- if I understand it correctly as well, probably the other big change that's going on in managed core right now is you guys now have the size and scale maturity of hyper automation platform and all of that stuff to, to onboard much bigger customers, right? Because at the beginning, you guys were very much focused on the mid market segment, but that's changing.
1: Yes, absolutely. You know, we all have to start somewhere and we, we, we did that at our, you know, ground floor when we first started, but, uh, automation allows manage core to take on clients that necessarily would necessarily be out of out of reach if you will um, for certain organizations and we've moved rapidly up up the stream um, our growth over the last three years has been over 1200 percent so we've been growing very very fast and that growth is definitely attributed to the capabilities that we can do with hyper automation and it allows us to rapidly, deploying onboard clients that that would have taken months otherwise without automation. So we are definitely moving upstream and have a lot more clients now that uh, generally, you know, six years ago would would have been out of reach And that automation has helped with that.
2: You you can't grow 1200% without growing the size of customer. I mean, you'd you'd just be the volume onboarding would kill you. (laughs) Correct. Correct. Alone. Um, And by the way, you know, one of the things that we look at um, in terms, because we think a lot about customer maturity, so we can help customers become more mature. And one of the things we look at is the ratio of systems under management or servers under management to operators within the Avantra system. And you, you know, you would not believe—I'm uh, I'm not going to disclose all the details—but you would not believe the the variance in that, even amongst our customer base, uh, let alone against the benchmarks of those that are not using our software. But you guys rank right up there um, add-on near the top in terms of just the the the, the fewest number of people for the, for the given the number of systems
1: you have is it's it's quite impressive yeah thank you I mean it it that was our goal and onset as we you know as we started managed core and and I attribute that to the abilities to automate and the the skill set of the consultants we hire I think if If you hire the right people and you automate and and put a focus on it right it's very easy to buy a product to deploy a product and to let it sunset itself out and uh, if you if you go in that method you will never be able to gain the full capabilities of that product and and we have just stuck with it and have really grown the product um while scaling uh minimally from an employee standpoint.
2: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And what's, what's next for you guys along the hyper-automation journey? What are the next
1: priorities? Is it some of the stuff we talked about or is there stuff that we need to build for you? Yeah, I, I know uh, uh, some of the stuff we've, we've talked about. I know we're working with you to really get engaged in the cloud in 22 and going into 23. Um, we really want to focus on how we can integrate SAP and the cloud using avantra um, and really getting that single pane of glass and getting that automation um, configured Uh, and in addition to that we've been doing um, really listening to the market right a lot of the market drives what we do um, and we feel as as we move upstream in clients and, and their size and as we hear even smaller clients say we we try to take a lot of that feedback continually um, with our meetings with our clients and say what, what's the next roadmap for, for what we do here at Managed core? And some of the items you know, that we've been doing is trying to think of out of the box ways to use Avantra. And one would be, you know how do we how do we perform audits using Avantra? right? I know the tool set has capabilities to dig into a lot of different areas, but our clients, you know as they get larger, um, they want to understand, you know how are you meeting their SOX requirements? How are you meeting their audit requirements? And we can use Avantra to that, to do that. Um, and we are now we've d- developed that over the last several months and are are using Avantra in, in in areas like that. So it it really is driven by by our growth, but it's also driven by what our clients want. Um, and I know uh, your recent uh, deployment or or patch level, we have the capability to now do uh, refresh automation to an extent. So we're heavily working with your team to get that going as well, um, to be able to also provide additional value and try to be first and foremost on what, and in sync with what you guys are doing so that we can take advantage right out of the gate for functionality that you guys deploy as well. So it's gonna be a lot more automation, a lot more into the cloud and uh, really focusing on, um, security would be would be the next aspect of it I think uh, into 23
2: yeah, I mean one of the things that's on my mind is you know to, to what extent uh, you know you've got this no ops movement which I it might be it's just a buzzword but I do I do wonder to what extent can we put the control of these systems you know, into the people who are responsible for them. You gave the great example kind of auto-scaling. So, you know, you're doing a new product launch and then all of a sudden you find that you're on, you know, the retail side, you're getting hits down into Available to Promise to find availability. Your R3 system or your S4 system s- starts to slow. You know, you should be able to then notify out through workflows out to the person and say, hey, you've got a problem. You're running out of capacity. Do you want to authorize this spend of, you know, ten thousand dollars on three additional AWS dialogue systems to allow you to improve the response time. Yes or no? Yeah, you approved it. Bam! Out it goes to the automation engine. We spin up the cloud systems, and the response time improves. They get a notification. Problem
1: solved. Do you, Do you think that's that's um, something that customers want? Is that real? I think it's coming. Um, I think that that will be something that. That we take a look at here um, once we get the cloud integration ironed out. I do think, though, that there is some truth to that, but there's also the piece where uh, there, there's always going to be, and especially with larger clients, some type of regulation, right? So, although I do see that with the ability to do that, I think that some clients aren't they're either over matured in their own processes or not mature enough to grab that and be able to make it fit into, you know, maybe regulatory compliance or things like that. So there are clients and use cases for that. Um, but I can also see areas where likely won't be able to do that because, you know, you need, uh, you need approval, right? You need approval somewhere else. It can't just be a, a click of a button. So I think there will be the time in place for that, um, but I think that it's, it's probably a, a few years out, um, I would say more so on the back end. So maybe as you automate, uh, let's say the refresh process, right? That, that in general doesn't take more money or require some compliance hoop to jump through um, because it's within you know a quality system. So being able to click a button and say, start a refresh on the client side, I could see that coming in short order and working your way towards you know other other bigger things like deploying servers. Yeah, and we've got customers that are doing that
2: already by the way um, and what they what they've actually done is a little bit interesting. They've put it in the hands of the business operations team or the business IT operations, so not basis but the the people that run the, the, the 24/7 operations. And so they take requests in via, via service level, service management in from the business saying, hey, I need this data refreshes. So they provide a level of sanity and get the approvals and then they kick it off. But there is then no SAP team involved in that, which is really interesting. But we, we're running on anyway and we're, we're about 30 minutes in, which is a, a good time. Is there, is there anything I missed? I know I jumped around a little bit, but uh, any key
1: things I missed? I don't think so. Maybe, maybe I could ask you a question. I mean, where do you see the roadmap for hyper-automation going, you know, is it from an Avantra perspective? We just
2: always, you know, we think of, um, as I said, these set of business processes that run the business. And obviously, we don't think about that broader set of business processes for, for the broader business. That's the domain of businesses like Salonis and Signavio and even SAP we're thinking about obviously the SAP IT portion of that. And so we're constantly thinking what are those processes that are going on? what's happening within the IT management space for SAP? and you know where are the opportunities? And what I can tell you is that with our you know we built this automation engine which can really do anything now with our Avanche 23 release, it's really cool. It's coming very, very soon um, October mid-october and uh, we'll talk about that some more, but w- with the maturity of that engine, we can do almost anything, and we can't keep up with the ideas that people have got um, because the moment you do a data refresh, I mean, okay, that that's great, and, but now, all of a sudden, we've got to obfuscate, we've got to do time slices, We've got a, and then the and then the other requests which are, which are orthogonal come in. You know, we want to do. We've done support package stacks now. We've done the first few customers doing support package stacks, end to end, fully automated, just a press of a button. So, you know, we 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 want to get the download management portion of that done, so it's downloading them automatically in the background, like your Apple update does. So it's got the data for, for it needs for all the systems that you've got. Like, so, we just we just see all these opportunities for so, so much low hanging fruit um, that. Our strategy for the next year is basically just getting to as much of that fruit as possible and getting the the templates and the use cases out to customers. So uh, I can't see past that at the minute because there's just there's hundreds, if not thousands, of small business processes which are these like minor change requests that come in that are you know if you're paying for consulting, they're ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars of change requests, and we can just turn them into a click of a button. So that's that's
1: what we're doing. <laughs> No, that 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 sounds great. I mean, I I feel your pain, you know. I, there's a lot of change requests going on and, and that is a big pain point for our clients and, and that's something that managed score is striving to do along with your tool is, you know, how can we provide more? Not necessarily for less, but for for free of charge, right? I mean, there's a lot of tasks that, that occur on a daily basis or a weekly or a monthly basis that that just take time, but to be more competitive in the market to provide value and to provide automation, um, does to an extent drive costs down as well and allow us, you know, manage core to, to stay competitive, but also use your tool sets to offer, um, I would say products and in solutions that are just not, not heard of in, in the industry today. So it's, it's been great trying to use your product set to, uh, to provide more value to our clients. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited about what we're
2: doing together. It's it's awesome.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I definitely think our audience are going to have quite a few things to uh, take away from this, especially in the sort of like world of automation, how customers, you know, can really get their like teeth stuck into this kind of like new uh, part of their business uh, moving into it. Um, so thank you both for uh, coming on to the show today. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks so much. And and thank you to everyone who listened to our conversation as well. If you would like more information on what we discussed today, make sure you head on over to both www.avantra.com and managecore.com as well. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series. But until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms follow the conversation on our socials at em360tech on twitter and linkedin and for more great daily content please head on over to em360tech.com